0: Welcome to Campaign Chemistry, where we pick the brains of creative alchemists, business wizards, and marketing geniuses behind the world's greatest brands. I'm your host, Allison Weisbrot, editor of Campaign US. And this week, I'm joined by two guests, Angela Zepeda, CMO of Hyundai, and Paul Wilmington, CEO of Canvas Worldwide, a client-agency pair. Hyundai and Canvas have been working together since 2016, when Canvas was created as a joint venture between Horizon Media and InOcean, Hyundai's creative agency, to service the auto brand's account. Canvas operates independently, but the relationship enables longevity and allows close collaboration between creative and media. Cepeda and Wilmington discuss how Hyundai, a challenger brand in the US, is experimenting with new media channels and integrations as consumer habits shift, how the pair are using media in interesting ways as the process of car buying changes, and what makes a successful and long-lasting client and agency relationship? Hello, Paul and Angela. Thank you for joining me today. Good morning. Thank you, Allison.
1: Thank you, Allison. So great to be with you.
0: Well, it's very exciting to have uh, a client agency pair with me on on this podcast today. I know Hyundai and and Canvas have been working together for quite some time since 2016. Um, talk a little bit about you know the relationship you guys have and how it started and and how it's evolved over the past
2: few years. Happy to. Paul, do you want me to start or do you want to jump in? I'd love if you start, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I guess I should say, at to start is that Hyundai is a unique automotive company in that we are the only vertically integrated company, uh, meaning that everything that's part of the ecosystem of building cars is um, part of that ecosystem, and now including services like our uh, creative agency and our media agency. And so that relationship is a unique one, because although Canvas is its own independent company, um, and also works with other clients, it was built really with, I think, a Hyundai first mentality, and really has been part of our family from the very beginning. There's also a very close relationship between Canvas and our creative agency in Ocean. And that three-legged stool is really an important one for me as someone who's running the marketing department because we actually have a very small team within Hyundai. So the agencies become an extension of us and they really do help us, uh, I think, uh, keep our overarching team intact and help us with all the things we need to do to get done every day. And I would just say the relationship over the last couple of years has only intensified that relationship. Um, as Canvas has grown, they've been a highly successful agency and um, it's been really great. So, um, you know, it, for me, it's just a really great, long standing, long term relationship. And uh, we really couldn't do anything that we do that we love without them
1: you're so sweet and that is uh, the reciprocity is that we've really created a quite unique uh, integrated model um that angela said um you know the teams uh, move forward with great operating system that kind of guides it across, obviously, all the dimensions. I don't need to tell you, obviously, the atomization of media, but the atomization of content as well has meant that we've had to really create a, a you know, a, a really future-focused operating system, which is phenomenal between the three parties, you know, as as Angela said, the client um, in Ocean and uh, ourselves, Canvas. But what I think is also interesting, which, uh, um, you know, five, six years ago, I think it would be fair to say that Hyundai was still the incredible challenger, but um, we didn't really have the full product lineup that we have today. So in that regard, a lot of the activities that we were doing circa six years ago, I think they were incredibly progressive, but they were probably a little bit more focused on the lower part of the funnel. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think what's really changed over time and under Angela's leadership has been great is we now have the best product lineup in the industry um, and I know i 'm biased, but <laughs> I think you know when you look at the product lineup, when you look at the accolades, when you look at everything else, but what it it does is it meets consumer expectations and really under angela 's leadership and i 'll hand it back to her we 've been been able to really now emphasize you know a, a, a really good balance between brand building and um, the upper funnel and the lower funnel. I mean, clearly we're in the business of business results, but understanding the full journey, I think, has been uh, you know a big part of this journey over the last six years. Angela, would, would you agree?
2: Well, absolutely. And I was on the agency side before I was asked to come over to be the CMO at Hyundai by our president and CEO, Jose Munoz. And Paul is 100% correct. The company was very different. Um, It's been in the U.S. for 35 years. We were very late to the SUV marketplace, but we finally got there. Um, I would say the final vehicle to round out that whole portfolio was the Palisade, which we launched in the fall of 2019, which is when I came over as CMO. And in that moment, there was a, a pretty substantial shift from what Paul did describe as being a little more lower funnel tactic oriented. Um, just because we couldn't pull people into our ecosystem because we didn't have the product that they were actually really wanting. But when Jose came on, he completely transformed the way that we were doing business in the U.S. And I think it was a pretty rare ask for him to say, Angela, I want you to focus on building the brand. And that's why he brought me here because that was a big part of my background was building brands. And it's actually been a dream come true assignment. um, And we've been able to do some incredible things and we are building our brand and we are getting more recognition. People feel like Hyundai is a company that's on the move, but it is also driving a lot of demand. And there's a lot of hard work that's done to keep people very active in the shopping um, part of the funnel. And, and those are all things we do in concert with Canvas to make sure we're showing up at all those right places at the right time. But a, a big strategy shift, um, but one that really was driven by a change in Hyundai itself but that's yeah. the flexibility and the partnership we have with our agencies to actually make those changes with personnel and processes and the where where we spend our investment. So I think that's it just feels like it's a natural thing for all of us to go through it together, and that's because mm-hmm. we are sort of part of this larger ecosystem within the Hyundai family. Yeah, yeah, that- I want to
0: get into um what you guys have done how you guys have shifted towards brand. Yeah. Um, but first, it's interesting to me going back to this the way that the the agency, relationship is set up between Inocean and Hyundai and Canvas and how Mm -hmm. Canvas was almost born out of Hyundai's need for an agency, right? So how does that sort of change the relationship that you guys have and maybe like the longevity behind it Um, and just like the way that you guys operate together um, as opposed to other, other client agency relationships?
2: I'll take a stab first, Paul, maybe you jump in. One thing that is interesting, it was born to serve as Hyundai, but the intent was never to keep it as like an in-house agency. That's that's not actually what we want. And the reason for that, and that's true for a notion as well, we want our agencies to be independent and to run as their own companies, even though the you know, a big portion of their revenue comes from Hyundai. But the reason why we want them to remain independent and whole is because for me, as being in the agency side of the business for a very long time, it's just a better culture, I think, to bring in the right talent. And I think part of it is growing and bringing in other clients that diversify the portfolio. You know, we don't want inertia. Um, And so I think keeping agencies very fresh with talent keeping them very flexible and letting them go do what they need to do to be successful in the marketplace actually is a huge benefit back to Hyundai. So I don't want to hog all the resources. I mean, some days I do, but the truth is I want to bring in new talent over time. And that means then while they are part of our Hyundai ecosystem, they are independent and they do get to run their businesses as they need to. However, I would say there's a lot of counsel and conversation about what the makeup of the team is at any one point in time, because it is about servicing Hyundai and, and no one ever really forgets that. So is yeah. it like,
0: what if you wanted to change agencies or is that like, are you not pitching because you have this relationship?
2: We do not pitch. Um, yeah. I would say we brought in some ancillary agencies to help with some special projects. And I'll give you a good example. I, we needed to pivot And really find a way to find a platform for Hyundai in the U.S. And there's been many, many attempts of this in the past. I would say many fell short because there's a disconnect maybe with the way our counterparts in Korea saw what the, it's coming down the language sometimes, how the words came off the page, or that it didn't ladder up to some bigger overarching, you know, global message. There's always been this troublesome disconnect. And we finally aligned ourselves with Korea to say, okay, what do you guys own and what do we own here in the quote unquote region of the United States? And it came down that we got to come up with our own product platform, something that we can use that ties all of our advertising together. Is it a brand strategy? I guess in some ways it is, but for us, we just had to think about is what we would use to help advertise all of our vehicles and have everything tie back to at least the same kind of, strategic premise. So every time you saw a Hyundai commercial, you thought, oh, yeah, that's a Hyundai commercial. And we weren't always that disciplined. Mm -hmm. In that moment, we brought an inner brand to help us get to that creative platform. And Mm -hmm. that platform is it's it's I'm going to say it wrong because I'm saying too many words at the same time. It's your journey is the platform. And the idea behind that was Hyundai as a company has been on a journey, It has an amazing history and background. But so are each and every single one of us who are out there who are driving cars. Um, And so we felt like there was a nice dovetail between Hyundai being on this journey and then people are on their own personal journeys. And the work has actually been really great. But we did need that extra layer of an outside perspective in that moment and that mm-hmm. was the time that we hired Innerbrand, but they did not replace AnOcean. AnOcean was sitting at the table with us as well, and it just became an enhanced team at that moment in time. And then when that project was done and we got to a place that we liked, then that project was over with Innerbrand. So that's a great example of how we've worked with other agencies, but they never replace our core agencies that are important. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think um, Angela said something earlier that was um, very important. Um, we act, Together, we obviously swim in our discipline lanes, but I think with Hyundai being a lean team, it does require us to be all mutually invested. So I think what I've experienced is a deeper relationship and the complexity of the OEM ecosystem with the tiering and our dealerships. Uh, I mean, we have uh, six officers, well, technically seven officers, um, supporting Hyundai in every geography in this country with, mm-hmm. with with boots on the ground. And that's a critical aspect to not forget about. But I think, um, you know, I would say that the relationship is, is deeper than many I've ever experienced before, but not unlike if I were to have, you know, go back to my past experiences and Angela likewise, you know, with very, very large and complex pieces of business, holding companies, our competitors often have these very integrated uh, teams that work on the business. So I would say in many regards, it's similar, but I would say, you know, from my experience, deeper Mm-hmm. um with with a mutual appreciation and a mutual a mutuality that is about success and how we actually fight the fight every day or you know fight the broader battles as well
0: and so paul like as you know since you are running it technically an independent agency are you out pitching for other business are there certain things that you can't go for or is there a certain number of clients mm-hmm. you can work with outside of Hyundai like how does that work
1: Oh, it, it, um, we set up Canvas to serve, obviously, our founding clients, as Angela said, but we have no restrictions and we have very successfully grown. Um, we were delighted that campaign about four months ago uh, made us, the, you know, um, I think in your awards, we were awarded the most innovative agency of the year. And a lot of the case studies were for the breadth and depth of the client portfolio. But as Angela said, you know, we, um, you know, with every single piece of business that we have, we have a commitment to serve that business. And um, yeah, we're, we're out in the marketplace. I think technically, we're the second largest independent in the world, <laughs> which is a kind of, but, you know, we have a, a, a staff now numbering, you know, approaching with all our open positions and everything else. I think if you add it all up around 500 people, so we're, you know, we are the challenger in the broader marketplace, I would argue, you know, we've got the scale, um, we've got all the capabilities, um, we don't outsource any you know, principal capabilities. And, uh, and I think Angela knows that that allows us to recruit the best people. Um, You know, we've really spent a lot of time thinking about our culture, obviously beyond our clients, but the culture that we're building here. And I think the reciprocity with the clients is that they know they're working with an agency that can be best um, alone and better together. So Mm -hmm. we're we're great in the open marketplace. So we're proving ourselves every day against any dimension while at the same time having a very, very close and integrated model. But I think every client comes with their unique characteristics. And I think, uh, um, you know, that's the, you know, the entrepreneurial part of um, our organization allows us to um, to mold ourselves in, in ways that I think are less structured like the holding companies I, I think we're much more entrepreneurial is if there was a characteristic um but Got does it. that help you allison yeah
0: yeah for sure so i want to talk about um i want to follow up on the point about shifting away from bottom funnel and towards a little bit more brand advertising for hyundai mm-hmm. um, you guys did some interesting campaigns this past year with disney um yeah. talk about maybe that as an example of how you're moving up the funnel
2: Yeah, this has been a really big focus of ours. And I'll start back with the idea of Super Bowl and the fact that we're always in the video upfronts. And people ask me about this all the time. Like, why? Why do you guys still buy TV? Why do you care about video upfronts? And the reason is, is because we still see ourselves as a challenger brand. I think Paul mentioned that earlier. And we feel like we need to be in big premier programming where we get the most amount of eyeballs. So, for example, Sunday night football is extremely important to us. We've been in that for a long time, and it's been great. And with that, we've always been in the Super Bowl. But then there was this thing called the pandemic that happened, and um, we decided not to be in the Super Bowl last year like so many other advertisers. And it was budget-driven by some measure, but it was also because we were relaunching the most important vehicle in our lineup, which is the Hyundai Tucson. And Tucson has been around for about 13 years. Um, It was not developed at quite of a clip compared to its biggest competitors, which are Rogue and RAV4. And we really needed to make a big splash for for this launch. And we made the decision, though, not to be in the Super Bowl. But we wanted something Super Bowl worthy but we wanted it to last all year long. And I remember we pulled everybody together in a room. It was Canvas along with Ocean and Ocean with our marketing team. And we had a brief and we basically said we needed to turn Tucson into Forson. and <laughs> Because the Tucson is our biggest volume of vehicle and our highest profit vehicle. I mean, we really had to make it sing. And then again, my boss, the CEO, Jose Munoz, he had done a very incredible project with Disney a few years back when he was at Nissan. And that was our benchmark that we had to beat what he had done, which was the Star Star Wars Rogue um, activation. And so that was sort of our bar. And we really could not have gotten to where we got if we'd not had Canvas at the table with us, who came to us with an incredible idea, um, which was basically to own some media platform in a very dominant way. How it ended up landing with Disney, loving the creative concept of question everything, and then adopting that within their own IP and programming was pretty incredible. But it was an all-team effort, but it was to make it bigger than the Super Bowl. And I think we've proven that it has been bigger than the Super Bowl. And it's been incredible results. And now I guess the hardest thing we have to do is we're gonna have to beat what we did this year with what we're gonna do next year. But again, it, it really was the relationships and um, the way that Canvas helped lead us through that conversation that got us to one of the, the biggest ideas we've done ever as a company.
1: Yeah, and Alison, I just build, build uh, uh, on what Angela said. I think what was what's phenomenal um, was, again, the leadership. It really required, there were so many moving parts to executing a huge platform idea across all the Disney properties. But what I think, uh, and even Disney will say this, is we broke unique ground. There was a great Mm -hmm. idea, the idea of question everything, the kind of creative idea that came from an ocean, a, a genius idea that obviously was executed with lots of personalities, in commercials, Jason Bateman, who um, has worked with Hyundai a lot, Mindy Kaling, you know, Kwame Leonard, various, uh, you know, very well-known people uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a commercial environment. Well, what we did, and I think what was unique about this, was we took the, um, the idea of questioning everything and then integrated it so that the placements, you know, if you like, the integrations, And the placements, etc., etc., all built off that idea. So I love it. You know, Anthony Anderson, who is, you know, an amazing actor in blackish, he actually plays an ad exec on the show. And guess what? (laughs) We integrated the creation idea of questioning everything into the show. So you had writers writing Into, Um, And then the way that SportsCenter, the way that – but some of the biggest ones, Angela, I think that we loved were, you know, Tom Tom Hiddleston, who's Loki, you know, and we had Elizabeth Olsen from WandaVision, we had Anthony Anthony Mackie, and and it really meant that we were expanding, obviously, the um, endorsement, so to speak, we, we were dimensionalizing it creatively in, in each of those environments. So, you know, it's been a social media juggernaut. I mean, I think we've got over 200 million impressions socially from this campaign. So, I mean, way in excess of Super Bowl numbers. And as Angela said, it's not just one you know, that month of Super Bowl and that one right. day, this, yeah. is, this well, is an ongoing effort. I mean, you know, the, the, the social amplification and the integration just builds and builds. And I think how we get, I think in this day and age, this is going to be more Increasingly, a model, a model, not the model that marketeers are going to have to look at in, you know, with, with, with the media landscape changing as well. But
0: yeah, yeah. Well, to, to your point about the media landscape changing, I mean, there are so many, um, there are so few of these big moments, right, where you can just make a splash for 30 seconds. And there's a lot yeah. more branded integration, branded content, brand film. How are you thinking about, um, you know, integrating your brand and, and the Hyundai brand into into different media environments in interesting and, and attention-grabbing ways as the landscape shifts?
2: Uh, for me, this is one of the biggest and hardest challenges, Allison, because I don't want to just show up putting my logo on a show or just having it slapped on someplace. Like why is Hyundai's logo here? What, what, what's the reason? Mm -hmm. And I think my team knows very well that I'm a big stickler for that. I need to know why I'm showing up there and it needs to feel true and real and genuine. I mean, the fact that Disney took their Marvel property, beloved Marvel property of Loki and they actually helped craft the commercial. I didn't even lo- know Loki could drive, but there he was driving our Hyundai Tucson. And what that does in that moment is with that fandom, suddenly it is like what Paul said, they become almost our, our sponsors and our advocates, our brand ambassadors. And that feels really great. And that's where we have to have ocean sit at the table with us because it isn't just a media idea. There's plenty of those. But then how do you actually activate it that feels really true and right to our brand? And that's where the creative has to come in. And, you know, the biggest thing is being able to be flexible. It it is not easy to pull off what we did with that Tucson campaign. There was a lot of hands involved, a lot of creative thinkers with incredible ideas. And, you know, you just have to get through the process. But it is about thinking through what's been done before and how we push to do something that's unique and different. But I do think it's the integration of the creative that feels um, just really genuine. And to Paul's point, we have a new blackish integration that's coming out. That's even bigger and better than what they did for us last year. So they've really jumped on. And I think that's great when partners get just as excited about promoting our brand as, as we do. So um, the more, the more creative thinkers, the better. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that really speaks to the integrity of the way that the team work together. You wouldn't get, um, you know, show script writers just writing in a product placement. I'm sure they bristle at that. But I think they've just embraced this. Um, And again, Disney's just been a very innovative partner in that regard. So yeah. You they're, yeah, they're, I mean, they right. give us the scale, they give us the breadth and depth, but they also give us the audiences. So that's the, the other thing, um, you know, the 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 audiences that they provided and the environments, you know, you've got a blackish environment, but then you've got a sports center environment. You've got a, mm-hmm. you know, you've got a streaming, you know, we're, we're on the, all the streaming platforms, which is which is also really great in this, you know, in this new now streaming covid world
0: <laughs> yeah and i'm sure the relationship with um Ocean that you guys have helped sort of integrate creatively oh yeah,
1: and it couldn't well. have been done it could absolutely have not been done without yeah. you know the, the there is the, this is the team one team there is absolutely yeah. no credit to any one um uh, party it it really required an army to get this done but uh yeah you know, I'll
2: add another one too, Allison, because this came through a little unconventionally, but in the end, I still need my agency partners to help me. And and this the, the the platform, I got a a wrong phone call um right after I'd come over as CMO. Um and in those early days, lots of people were reaching out to me. I didn't know what this was about. Short story is it was to do a potential partnership with Annie Liebowitz. Um the world-renowned photographer mm-hmm. who's probably taken everyone's photo. And the idea was she wanted to start working with brands um, just helping to tell their story. And I was like, Oh, do I have a story to tell? But I don't know how to tell it. Cause I always have to focus on putting sheet metal in all of our advertising. But There <laughs> is this idea of there's a bigger story about Hyundai as a company and the people who are in it. And so what we landed on was uh, she's taken 25 portraits of our owners and our dealers are some of our factory workers in Montgomery, Alabama, and then the rest, you know, employees. And it came to me. I'm um, I'm a big art, history, fashion junkie. Of course, when I heard the name Annie Leibowitz on the phone, I was like pinching myself thinking, oh my God, I, I don't even know how much this is going to be or how I'm going to do this, but we got to work with this lady because yeah. it's going to be so great. But I I could only, you know, say, yes, I love this idea. And then I was like immediately calling the agency saying, OK, don't first of all, don't shoot me. Um, secondly, now I need your help because um, we really have to put a program and an idea around this initial thought that I had, which was telling these Hyundai um, these journey stories, right? And so this is part of our brand that we're starting to build. And it's it has taken a long time for us to get this project done. A lot of it due to COVID and the weird things that happened over the last year and a half. But I got to tell you, they've been so great because um, it ended up being so beloved within the organization that we thought, okay, we really need to amplify it more than we thought it w- it might be, which was going to just be digital and social at the beginning. But that's where, you know, our partners come in and they help make you know, something that's really awesome, even greater than I had even thought that it might be in the beginning. Um, So I guess a good idea can come from anywhere. But when Mm -hmm. it really comes to executing and deploying, I've got to go back to this team that knows how to do this so well. And again, they're an extension of us. But there's an example of one that kind of came from a little on the outside, but really, it would not be what it is right now if we didn't have Canvas sitting next to us to help amplify what this idea was in the very beginning.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I know that um, in addition to sort of, well, actually, first, before I get into this, do you think you'll uh, continue doing this type of stuff or
2: will we see you in the Super Bowl next year again or both? Well, we're going to continue to do this kind of stuff. And I guess I might as well say that it doesn't look like we are going to be in the Super Bowl next year, although you never know. Um, You know, we're still dealing with chip shortages. Um, You know, the rest of the world is, you know, slowly coming out of COVID. Um, but the car industry or any kind of tech or electronic company is suffering with chip shortages. So, you know, we're still being optimistic. Hyundai's done incredibly well in spite of all these challenges that we've had. But, um, you know, we have a lot to do again next year. Um, we're launching our uh, all-electric platform vehicle, Ionic 5. It's extremely important to us. Not that it's a volume leader. Um, in this point in time, the line will be expanded very soon, but it's more about the future of Hyundai. You know, everyone's jumping in on electrification. Mm -hmm. We've been there actually for quite some time. We just didn't really talk about it, Um, but that's (laughs) going to be really important to us. And I think we want to, I think we want to continue to surprise and delight um, consumers. And I think that's part of the charm of Hyundai. Um, We don't want to do what's been tried and true. We do want to be a little bit of of innovation and be a little bit different. And as, as CMO Mm -hmm of this company at this point in time, I think that's my responsibility to try it about how to do that. So again, we're pushing always to find those ideas so we can be kind of first to market. And I, I like yeah. being that. Well, one thing that's changing is the way people actually
0: buy cars and discover them online. <laughs> yeah. And um, you did something innovative together with Amazon there. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? The digital showroom.
2: Yeah, the digital showroom um, that really was Thankfully, because of Canvas, and we had already been a deep partner with Amazon. Um, Paul would be able to tell you more of this history than even I, because it was before I even came to notion. But we had dabbled with a, with a test drive program with Amazon a couple of years ago. It was highly successful. The truth was the technology just wasn't quite there yet to, to scale it. Um, but again, we got a whisper that Amazon was wanting to dip their toe into the automotive business, um, people ask us why. And, you know, the thought is, is that there's a lot of revenue that comes from digital advertising. And really the juggernauts in that are Google and Facebook. And Amazon wanted to try to get into automotive, although that's not their core business. So they wanted to partner with someone. And so Canvas was very much front and center of this um, this whole program. And thankfully that the to- technology got to a point where it was relatively easy. I'm saying that because I actually didn't do the work and probably stayed up many nights to make it happen. But to plug in our our dealer's inventory onto the Amazon showroom uh, was was pretty great. And what it does is it just allows us to show up where our consumers are. And what's the biggest retail shopping platform? Well, it's Amazon. And so it doesn't take away from anything else we're doing. We still want people to come to Hyundai.com. We still want them to go through a shopping process on our site, too. But if they happen to be on Amazon, they can actually easily and seamlessly look at what our inventory is. It doesn't take the dealer out of the process. You still will eventually go to the dealer site to do the final transaction. But We thought it was a very breakthrough moment and uh, pretty great to put all our dealer inventory on on what was really a place where you could just buy, you know, toothpaste and regular commodity items. But now you could actually start the process of buying something like a considered purchase like a car.
1: Yeah. And um, the uh, longevity of the relationship um, uh, just Five years ago, we actually created a, a first ever with Amazon, where we did some test drives through the Amazon Prime. Um, so, in other words, you know, Prime is the best and most ubiquitous example of frictionless um, delivery. Well, how about if we do test drives? So, we did a test in very um, in in California, and that was the beginning of I think us showing that we were trying to solve problems Um, and if solving a problem was that we could actually have someone, you know, book an appointment and we would actually deliver the car for a test drive, you know, so that was, you know, in some ways the start of the relationship with Amazon and they realized that, and and obviously fast forward to today on a much different scale, Amazon obviously is a platform, it's arguably a medium it's a data rich organization and um, i think it speaks to how uh, we want to build these kind of partnerships that solve problems that obviously scale media but it's not just a media solution and again to angela's um, leadership it was uh, again a multifaceted. um uh, and, and again, in a different way to Disney, required many, many, many stakeholders to obviously execute. But it's the first of its kind. We were first to market with it. And I think it shows the innovation running through the veins of the organization, uh, Hyundai organization, to be uh, bold to do this alongside the dealerships and um, you know with with the full communication so that uh, you know we'll we'll see how this progresses in the future but I know you know um, you can't ignore amazon today so you know alongside we, I would consider amazon as important as a Disney in the future you know that's oh, gonna be, you know that's as we all know but that's how we have to think as we go forward yeah
0: for sure. There's so much changing about um, the auto industry. And I mean, it's not surprising to me that Amazon wants a piece of it. But um, yeah, I, I wish we had more time to chat. But unfortunately, we're out of time. Thank you both so much for joining me. And thank you, Allison. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to um, see what really cool media activations you guys put on next.
2: We've got some good ones uh, cooking in the background, so we'll be excited to share it with uh, you and everyone else. So uh, we appreciate the invitation. It's been great. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys.
1: Thank you, Allison. Thank Thank you. Thank thank you, Angela. Angela. Thanks, Paul.
0: That's all the time we have for this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Campaign Chemistry on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.